1: Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: Special guests and off topics in this segment, anything goes. You're listening to 3
3: p.m.
1: How are we doing? Good. I was talking to the viewers. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh.
0: <laughs> um, I thought we were gonna like go around. Yeah. yeah.
1: Everyone, how are you? Good. No. Uh, <laughs> we're just sitting here with my sister and her girlfriend. Heather's been on before. Maddie has not, but you have all seen Maddie's work because Maddie is the genius behind the three oh. AM mugs. We
0: have one Thank you. Ready.
1: <laughs> so that's who's here in the studio tonight. We're just gonna hang out, maybe share a couple stories hell
2: yes Maybe. welcome guys
4: thank you thanks welcome to you too <laughs> welcome oh, to our
0: podcast i feel so welcome
2: <laughs> why don't you guys
1: tell us super real quick a little bit about yourself and something embarrassing from your past
4: oh. absolutely <laughs> not no absolutely we're not If doing you don't
1: that. i'll i'll tell something from absolutely both of you. So won't. I, oh yeah please do that heather i've known all my life uh, and then maddie i've known for a super long time as well so I have stories on each of them. So do let's you have see.
0: an embarrassing story on me,
1: dude? Countless. What?
0: <laughs> I was like, I really want to know because I can't remember anything. Uh, probably. <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, I a certain guitar and cowboy hat comes to mind. <laughs> oh
2: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do remember that.
1: All right. When do you go first?
4: Okay. Uh, we are really introducing ourselves then. Sure, just a little bit. Okay. Um, my name is Heather. I've been on the podcast before hi heather
0: (laughs) hey i'm madison hi hey okay
2: make out already (laughs) (laughs) sorry i was feeling
0: it all right
4: go ahead what What am i
0: supposed to tell an embarrassing story or just
1: like
4: just real quick do you want me to tell sometimes
1: it sucks to talk about so why don't you tell about her and you tell about her
4: i don't really i don't really know anything like Madison's the coolest person I know, and I'm not just like trying to I'm not just being nice. <laughs> no, but she really is like coolest person, always has been to me. Like I watch her and I'm just like, what the how is she so cool? She's really a huge. I feel nerd. like I should have gone first. Because yeah, now I have fool. to be like,
0: oh sorry. Uh, no, but I really I think can't you're really like th- cool too.
4: <laughs> I mean, oh, you do like a really dorky dance it's a mom dance oh yeah so like she has these mom (laughs) jeans and like i guess this is like not that (laughs) funny but she (laughs) it's this look in her face and like and she slaps the sides of her thighs like a mom would and like i can't i can't even replicate it it's exactly what you would imagine
2: is it the haka?
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: that's it. That's a white mom dance, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's hilarious and kind of, I guess, could pumpkin be embarrassing. Spice, spice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, falling, uh,
2: for
4: fall,
1: falling for fall, falling for fall. Oh, oh no! I,
4: <laughs> so go ahead, try and. Talk oh.
1: That. oh my gosh, it's a competition. <laughs> no,
0: just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, uh, you're great.
1: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> what's Heather passionate about? It's funny because uh, when, when you ask people to like tell you about them they, they, they'll they sit there and they'll be like um, uh, I'm an accountant um, I drive it and it's like I okay. have a question
2: about something like a strong opinion
0: a strong um, opinion about something that, that doesn't, doesn't matter
2: like what's your least
0: oh. favorite like
1: cereal? I irrationally hate barbecue sauce or something like
4: that oh yeah good oh gosh I really guess like I don't know myself as well as I should but because yeah. like nothing really comes to mind like barbecue sauce <laughs>
0: <laughs> i have an irrational fear of wasp nests yeah no, that's but, pretty uh, rational uh, The just the nest though oh, i mean not like the wasps it's the specific like texture
1: it's oh okay, of, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: i forgot what it's called it has an actual name i don't
1: trypnophobia or something like that something trypophobia like that, yeah. with the holes, with the holes, and everything? The holes. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so have... we've actually brought that up on the podcast have... and i've oh. said i know someone who has it uh, yeah. who will remain rem- <laughs> remain nameless <laughs> it's me it's maddie
2: yeah, yeah. okay I have a cousin who has the same thing and he can't eat strawberries.
0: Yeah, they're oh, questionable. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> cannot like, eat strawberries. When you cut a, a bell pepper open, some yeah. of them have like a very sketchy kind of seed pattern yeah. in there. Yeah. I have to like immediately throw it in the trash. I hear gun. you. I hear yeah, you. Yeah, it's gnarly.
2: There's a, I just uh, learned about uh oy, uh, how do you, see? Oh, I need to spell it, speech?
0: <laughs> Oyster. <laughs>
2: Abo, abo hip phobia, abo hip phobia, mm. I think. But it's the phobia of things that can that look the same forward and backwards. Oh. so it's basically phobia spelt backwards,
0: which is so rude. Uh, oh, that's rude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like but words,
4: or words or, or
2: any anything. I don't know that works forward and backward. Yeah.
4: Oh my gosh, that is so rude! So like,
2: like the movie. Tenet. That's kind of <laughs> hilarious.
4: But like the victim, like the you know the people who have like, like been you're diagnosed, diagnosed with, with this. No! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like what the heck, dude? Yeah. Wow, that's so interesting.
1: Maddie has a cousin who has an interesting
0: phobia. Oh, wet paper? Are you talking about? Yeah, Julie. Uh, like when you get your straw wrapper and and mm. like the, you know, condensation, condensation. Thank you from the cup. Like she will. Actually, be gagging at the table, like, hates it that much. (laughs)
2: Wow. I wonder where that stems from. It's like paper mache. That
1: art project,
4: but but the worst part Trauma, is, is she's yeah. like a school teacher for young uh, children. Oh, so, dude, wet
1: paper oh, a plenty, yeah. right?
4: Like yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, you are in the front line. You went to the wrong field. <laughs> like, what
1: the yeah, if yeah. you're gonna encounter wet paper and anything that's like the number one occupation, <laughs> that or fast food, uh, uh, so I sure. guess
4: teaching is um, a better option. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Phobias, Heather.
4: Uh, was, rapists. Oh. <laughs> 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 yep, I would say most, most, hopefully. Irrational, though. Oh, that's yeah, true. we're just seeing irrational. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> the ocean.
1: Yeah. Oh. I feel that. That's
0: like the irrational deep.
4: to me. Yeah, like, what's in it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, can you, like, go to the beach? Yeah. And be in the water? It, so it's, it's like. Not
4: so much.
2: Really?
1: Like, yeah. I
4: have a harder time being in the water. And- as
2: soon as your feet leave the, the ground, you're like, nope.
4: Yeah, Probably kind so of. Like, middle. I think I'm pretty comfortable, like sticking with like somewhat close waves, waist high,
2: or yeah. yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Like, I've 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 dove in under a wave, right? But like, <laughs> the thought of what the actual hell is like in the ocean, it it really makes me like unsettled inside.
2: We went uh, shark diving a couple of years ago. Has sh- mm-hmm. Charles showed you the mm-hmm. videos? Yeah. Would you like? How much would it take for you to do that?
4: Um. I would never do that. I don't think I would a ever million dollars. do that. Oh yes.
1: <laughs> That was quick.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no
0: amount of money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Okay. A thousand dollars. No less.
0: <laughs> Give yeah. me fifty bucks. Pay for it. I don't know, dude. i have to
1: million dollars. Wait,
0: were I you in know. like open water yeah. with them? Oh
1: we got dude. on a boat. We went out for an hour into the middle of the bluest ass ocean, and they were like, Okay, hey, we're here. And like you, you jump in and fins everywhere, and then you look down and they had all these rules. They were like, keep your hands super close to you.
4: They were they were so far down, like like sharks were beneath them. Mm.
1: Sean's. So what happens is they get closer and closer. The less amount of people are in there because they're like hierarchical.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're territorial, <laughs> and it's like the the more like alpha sharks hang up top, mm. and. Like, the more beta you are of a shark, <laughs> the
3: lower you, lower you are. Mm-hmm. Oh, no.
2: They have a relationship with us where it's like when we got in the water, they'd let us have the high the high ground. Mm. Mm. But, like, as soon as we leave, they take their space they again. They, like, swarm to the surface. So, it's like everyone's getting out of the boat. Three people left. Two <gasps> people left. One person left, and, and they like, were like, "Already at the, <laughs> they're already at the top." Yeah, the yeah.
3: last
4: person, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: So Sean was the last <laughs> one. He was like, "Oh
1: no,
4: yeah, no, no, I don't know about it."
2: When we were out there, I'm they sorry. were like, "Yeah, uh, this part where we hang out at is a mile deep." <laughs> a mile straight down yeah i can oh, even no. run a mile straight <laughs> straight on really fall a mile dude
4: <laughs> i guess like yeah and i guess the irrational part for me though is like when i started thinking about like i know that there is there are creatures that like man hasn't seen and if you have seen it you're incredibly special in an ancient culture that holds the secret yeah and will never spill on it but like
2: hail cthulhu you know.
4: What was that?
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> it was a Lovecraftian like god. I don't know, Cthulhu like octopus. Yeah. octopus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Octopus
3: god.
1: That was
4: a struggle. Uh, yeah, uh, it was just like, can you imagine? Like, I'm not even talking like a squid, just like a creature that's like never been seen before and just terrifying. And I'm sure it doesn't, like, maybe it doesn't have malice, but, like, I don't want to swim next to that. You know, I don't want to be next to it. Have you seen an
1: angler fish? It looks like a demon.
4: Oh, yeah. yes. The Demons. I know.
1: Demons. Uh, there's a Russian dude who goes deep sea fishing, or, like, he drags a net, like, deep sea or something. Mm-hmm. And the things he pulls up, he routinely pulls up new species that we have never, ever, ever, ever seen. And he just has a like a Twitter or something, and he posts them. <laughs> and some of them are, like, wow. look like like alien demons. Uh, some of them are, like, they have, like, human buck teeth. Like a full human mouth. <laughs> no. I'm deadass. We got to pull it up.
4: Yeah, I want to
0: know. Just, must, just wisdom teeth? Like, quick. oh, those are coming yes. out
1: soon.
4: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> you should get those pulled.
4: Some braces. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Put on,
1: like, Russian.
2: If it's not a fish with braces, <laughs> I would immediately... Slip my throat with its teeth. Like, <laughs> I would just end it.
4: Oh, no.
1: But put in, like, Ew. Russian finds, like, new species of fish or something. Gosh.
2: That's, like, the nerdy-ass modern? fish in yes. Nemo's class. I didn't like that. <laughs> you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm.
0: No. I don't like it. I saw a lot of molars <laughs> in that picture.
1: So, this one looks like Kenny from South Park.
4: Oh, oh. It Uh, looks like a pair. So it says, "Aliens of
1: the Deep." Russian fisherman shows off collection of weird fish dragged from the depths in the nets of his trawler. That's so funny,
4: dude! Did you see?
1: Mm. First of all, look at that (laughs) nose and mug.
4: Uh. Uh.
1: Uh. Uh. Oh,
3: Oh. (laughs)
1: what the freak! Like, where's the face? That's the jaw, I think. What? In the, the eyes and the teeth. What? Maybe fear of deep ocean is valid as well. <laughs> Damn
0: it. <Sean>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Trying to so, get by. So you're out of then another wait, one.
4: I know one of yours. <laughs> what? Cotton balls. Oh, yeah. The touch of yeah. cotton. The hmm. touch, the feel. The feel, the touch, the touch, <laughs> the touching of cotton. <laughs> no, the feel of cotton. Oh, dude, hold on. I, last I, one. No. Oh,
2: I, I, re- I just watched you go through it.
0: It's <laughs> real.
2: That's crazy. Ah. The fish don't surprise me in Russia. There's a whole subreddit de- dedicated to that. Exactly. The subreddit is called "A Normal Day in Russia."
1: Yeah, I've seen yeah. that. Wild. Yeah, it's <laughs> like a bear driving a bus, <laughs> Yeah. and, then, and then yeah. like a man fighting like I don't know bees or something in the background. I You're saw. Like, huh.
2: I saw in the background. I saw one where this dude like parks like over the lines in a parking lot, and it's like the only space in the parking lot. So the dude pulls up, takes out a chainsaw cuts off the part of and the car. And this is like security no. footage over, over like the line and makes himself a space and pulls in and it goes to work.
4: <laughs> what <laughs> like, with a chainsaw? Dude. What Russia, the you wild. Crazy.
1: Um, I do want to talk about Maddie in pottery ceramics. Okay. So Maddie's the one who made our mugs, three M mugs. We are super fortunate that she made them for us. Maddie has a background with pottery. So let's hear it.
0: <laughs> my background? Yeah. Um, okay. I started about nine years ago. I think I took a class at COS, a little community college in California. I had a really awesome professor, got super addicted to the wheel really quick, and I just kept going from there, got my own studio uh, in Visalia.
4: So I don't know. what Heather Bragg. Yeah. So the real story <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, no, but um, like I think Madison trained under and was kind of apprentice for a really amazing ceramic artist uh named Richard Flores, if I may say full names, yeah, and he was the apprentice of Beatrice Wood, who basically has her own like she she's a well known ceramic potter um and
1: would you say like one of the most respected,
4: yeah, absolutely, I would.
0: What about you? She's definitely one of the most well-known potters. I feel like there's not that many well-known potters. But mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> So the right. person who was apprentice of her was <clears throat> Maddie was the apprentice of.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was my teacher for like six years or something like that um, until he moved back to Ohio. But I got to do uh, an internship or like an artist residency uh, at the Beatrice Wood Center. So got to throw on her wheel and live in her house. For a few weeks there, which is really cool because it's just like beautiful in Ojai. Uh, Her studio overlooks Happy Valley, so it's just like beautiful hills, green, everything just, you know perfect over there
1: i bet you guys didn't know like how renowned our damn mugs are dude <laughs> i was gonna say uh, that's like a huge
2: that sounds like a huge achievement
1: dude you like learn from like david you've, bowie you've you've earned, you know what i mean yeah like, <laughs> in that
2: field. yeah it's like yeah. me yeah. working kanye it's west a studio yeah or... yeah it, no it kind of really is sean with bear grills or something i don't know Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: well dope yeah any other fun memories from like that era of learning and like being an artist like do you want to talk about the fact that you've left your job or like you're a full-time artist now or like not yet? It's uh, yet.
0: I mean, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I kind of prematurely quit my job a little bit. Uh, but for good reasons, I worked at a, a company that makes headstones. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, so I would make the pictures that go on people's headstones. Um, in the cemetery in Visalia. And then my studio I actually rent from the owners of that company. So it's like right on the cemetery, basically property. <laughs> but anyway, super morbid job and super dull kind of soul sucking situation that I was in for a long time. So once COVID hit, I uh, got laid off for a little bit and they were like, okay, we can you know afford to bring you back now. And I was just like, you know what? Nah. <laughs> I'm just going to like focus in on pottery, try to make that happen for myself because that's all I really wanted to do. So I figured it was like the best time now or never while we're in this kind of weird world that we're living in right now. Huh.
1: Dude, that leap we've talked about before is like, I don't know. I love that story. To me, it's eternal. It's like when you have a dream, you can either go for it or you don't. Yeah, And it takes, sometimes it legitimately takes everything to like step off the edge. Like for when we talked to John Havoc and Laura Hendricks, two artists who for a long time, their art was, you know, up and down and they were making it work, but they were keeping day jobs. They said like when they finally made the decision to like be full artists, like we're going to do this. They said, that's when it like all changed. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. yeah
0: it's so much happier though, honestly, like now I look back and I can't imagine like how I survived doing that because now I can just like wake up and go make stuff and like just be happy, and not have to be stuck in the situation that I was like super unhappy in. So that's awesome. But you, Charlie, were kind of like, so you're one of the main encouragers in this situation because I was just like, Some would say enablers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just remember being like, yeah, I'm thinking about like maybe quitting someday. You're like, do it. Just do it. Do it now. Why not? And I was like, oh, okay.
1: I, we had a conversation at my, my sister's house and I was like, asking super rude and forward questions. I was like, how much are you getting paid right now? yeah like how much how many pieces would you need to sell to like make that and she decided and I was like then quit what are you doing I was like quit right now
0: yeah <laughs> I was like well I guess when you put it that way all right
1: <laughs> and it's not Let's about it. the money because honestly like I had a job um, before my job now that I was getting paid like twice as much
2: but it was soul crushing
0: yeah
2: it is about the money as far as like your livelihood goes for sure know? to an ex- extent yeah just trying to survive. Mm-hmm. But if you can take care of that with doing the things that you love, yeah. then you don't then it starts not being about the money anymore. Mm. You're perfectly fine with that. It's like Yeah. I'm living perfectly fine doing what I love. It's great.
0: Yeah. Sometimes you just have to put yourself in the situation where you're like, I have to make this work now. Force <laughs> you know? your hand. Yeah. Like if you're unhappy, especially, it's like I'm just gonna do this and then I have to figure it out, you know. Or else I'll
1: fail and starve. Or
4: Heather's going to have to support me for a long time. But I would argue that Madison has done so amazing and like has completely impressed me because one of the greatest things about this transition was we were discussing it. And, you know, when Madison was like, hey, I think I'm actually going to really do this. We received she received nothing, you know, but support, I think pretty much like Um, which was incredible, like you know, my family, her even her mother, and and I don't think you're but <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and and that really encouraged Madison. And but I've been so impressed with like she's handled branding herself, she's handled like creating her platforms, she's handled you know what what her style is and and what her purpose is as an artist, which is like. One of the hardest things to do, right, is like kind 90% of ninety
1: percent of the battle
4: is yeah. is developing like the yeah. what was that book the the craft the, oh, craftsman. That, the unknown craftsman and it's all about like what is what is your message right or like what is how are you gonna well I, I, I'm butchering basically <laughs> I obviously didn't read it yeah I had a conversation with
0: um, Kevin who was the director at the Beatrice Wood Art Center and I, I was kind of just trying to find my path you know through like you know the art world really is kind of there's so many different things you can do so many different avenues that you can go um so my professor uh who taught me how to do everything he's really a fine artist you would call it he makes you know a certain amount of pieces puts a lot of time and work into each one and sells them for big money that wasn't really my style I I learned through this process uh I'm more interested in making things that uh, you can have and hold in your hand and use every single day you know in your house have like a favorite mug or like my favorite bowl like that's what interests me most because I I love that stuff like in my home like handmade objects um mean a lot to me so it's it's kind of like what I was more interested in being a craftsman um a potter Not so much a fine artist, as you would call it, but um, yeah.
1: Not to knock anyone because I know a lot of artists and I, you know, I I don't know. I've had brushes with that world. Mm -hmm. Fine artists and all that stuff to me, there's just so much pretension involved to a point. So it's like, I could never do that. I don't, I can't sell myself in that way. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. If that makes sense. Do you know what I mean?
0: For sure.
2: I I understand it. It's not something that I would really get into it Mm -hmm. either. But a lot of it's just like extremely conceptual, Mm -hmm. which is the fun part about it. So Mm I don't know.
0: But yeah.
1: No, that's awesome. So like, was there ever a point where, like, was there a long time where it was like, this is simply a hobby?
0: Yeah, for sure. I didn't think um, until I ended up getting my own studio, which was kind of probably, it was probably like four years into it, maybe five. But that doesn't
1: happen on accident. So were you like... No, that's
0: what I'm saying. Like probably like five years in, I was just taking classes because I liked it. And I liked the environment. Um, I liked being around people who were, you know, interested in creating because it's not super common like where we live right now, unfortunately. Um, But yeah, eventually I was like, hey, I could do this on my own and I don't have to you know, oh well actually they stopped letting me take the class because I took it <laughs> like six times. So I was like, I can do this on my own. Uh I just need some basic equipment. Um wheel, kiln, you know, a few things here and there, but got that situated and then yeah, I mean I won't I didn't really think about trying to make money from it until very recently. So that's, and that's just because that's that's what I want to do with my time. So I need to make it work for me in that way. I
1: know what you're saying. Like we started the podcast n- with not the intention to like make a ton of money. Right. And but it's now, like.
0: But there, there, s- there, there is a. <laughs> Floated.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now we've made like $18. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but like there is something like very pure and. I don't know like when your work is rewarded by someone being like I you know like I'll buy that. You know what I mean? It's just like there's something so pure and fulfilling about that. Yeah. It's like the fact that we've made a dollar from doing a podcast like blows my mind every day. We still every time we get a new patron or something it's like dude. We we text each other every time we get a new patron. A new patron is so crazy what's happening?
2: Our lowest tier on Patreon is $2 mm-hmm. and even when people like Give us two dollars. We're like, we got
3: somebody. We're <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's but the best.
2: Maybe
1: it shouldn't be, and maybe as an artist or a creator, I'm in like a infantile stage. But the fact, it's very validating. I don't know. It's like, wow, it's like, hard to get vali- my thing
2: has worth. It's hard to get validation. I feel like in our line of work, because like a lot of times it's not seen as like substantive, right? You know? So,
1: yeah, like uh, when real adults say, like, what do you do? And I tell them what, like my day job, but then like if the podcast ever comes up, I'm like, um, I <laughs> tell scary stories. It's like, Ugh. you know, know what I mean? I don't know. There's like this. It's hard to do you classify experience that, that at all as being a potter.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I like mean,
1: people I, not understanding
0: like, what? yeah, I feel like there's a look, you know, where it's like, but what do you do? <laughs> like yeah uh, sell pottery online like, I do my dream that's like a, yeah. Yeah, yeah just my dream Yeah, Nothing. it's not like
2: a quantifiable like right on the board sometimes where it's like I increased our stocks or whatever yeah I
0: don't know anything about that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but like
0: it sounds right my surrounding stocks Sounds yeah. right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're struggling yeah. sounds right to you guys you know, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> no.
0: no um I think that does definitely happen but fortunately the people who are closest to me in my life don't don't feel that way at all they've been like nothing but encouraging so good. it's not something they have to deal with all the time but certainly you know there is kind of a face that are like mm,
4: good luck and, and you know if, if i may add in like in my opinion, I don't think that our hometown is very welcoming of artists like at all. And so when we visit places like even here is a huge step up of appreciating art and appreciating artists. Um,
1: There's a lot more value like placed on that here or or, like other places. Visalia, not known for that. The
4: priorities in Visalia are literally like how big of a truck you have Mm -hmm. and um, how much land your daddy owns. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. Well, like, my
1: daddy got a lot of land. <laughs> <labor.
3: laughs> oh
4: Seriously, though, that is kind of the epitome no, I, of. I, I feel you. And it drives me up a wall because it's like, I I mean, like, okay, I'm biased. But I look at Madison. She's almost a 10-year master. Like, it, you have to be 10 years, you know, in something to be, like, considered yes. a master, right? And or at least a sushi chef. And, uh, and I look at her and she's like almost at her 10 year mark. And I'm like, dude, she's like watching this woman throw a pot is like one of the most incredible things because it's just like, it's inhuman almost because it's like so consistent, you know, her walls are even all around. Like the, it's just like, it's crazy. It's it's insane. But so it's, it's frustrating sometimes to, like, be in that environment um, in Visalia for, like, many reasons. And that's one of them is, like, there's a, a lack of appreciation, I think, um, all around for, like, art. Mm.
2: How much of that is a factor to you as a potter? Like, for me, when I was getting into music... And I was just thinking, like, there's not a lot of people who are even into the type of music that I like here, which is fine. So, like, LA made perfect sense because it just, for me, it seemed like the ground was fertile there. Right. You know? Yeah. To grow and expand. Yeah. So, for you, like, how much is that a factor? Do you, like, have to battle that?
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like the, the main thing is that there's just not that many people that really know that much about it here now (laughs) I felt like there was a community um when before my professor moved away he really kind of like encouraged this little art community ceramics community to grow um everybody ended up kind of branching off from that and then he left as well so it was kind of like this open space now where I, I don't know how to find people in Visalia that are interested in that I don't know how to find people who have knowledge in the in the area so it's kind of like yeah it would be nice to to have that environment again where it's people who can exchange ideas and you know uh, methods and new new ideas for you know how to change yeah. and grow in that field but um i feel like it is also a kind of an individualist art form yeah <laughs> you mm-hmm. know in in a way where it's like i i can also just be by myself in the studio for forever yeah <laughs> and and still kind of be able to do that um so
2: yeah i feel like on the flip side since the supply is low there yeah it's like your value is super high so it's, <laughs> yeah who's anybody that's, who's, who's, that's, that's a, who's a good going, way of looking at it who's gonna to go to a potter like <laughs> yeah. you're the only one there yeah. You know? so yeah, yeah you'll get all the pot like pottery business i don't know yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah i guess so never thought about it that way
1: how many times have you guys recreated the scene from Ghost?
0: We just did it like last week. No joke. <laughs> <laughs> not the whole scene, but
4: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> we did throw a pot, dude. It turned out wonderful. It Looks great. I'm not yeah. joking, you. It turned out so beautiful, and this is not a bit. We really just did that. <laughs> yeah, and uh,
1: that's hilarious.
0: Yeah, it it was great. Um, well, there's a reason though, because yeah. When you don't, when you haven't thrown a lot, there's certain things that you just don't know how they're supposed to feel. Um, So I can tell her, like, I've been teaching her how to throw over the past few months. So I can tell you all day to, you know, pull it up from the bottom. And it's like, okay, you know, like, you know, the finger motion from what I'm showing you. But until you actually feel that, like, clay roll up, mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. then you don't really know. It doesn't really click until that. And, you, and then did it work though? Like I swear afterwards, it's like, oh, okay, that's what it's supposed to feel like. Now mm-hmm. I can shoot for that every time. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, that's how I learned <laughs>
4: weirdly. So now, now we're working out the arrangements of when she starts teaching classes, how far the ghosting can go, you know? It's have like you've, Have
1: you seen Community?
4: No, um, no. Uh, like in community, there's like
1: there's scenes in a pottery class, mm. and there's like the teacher has a, a rule that's like at <laughs> the entrance is like no references to ghosts at all <laughs> yeah. are allowed in this room. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> or you'll though. be kicked out of the.
4: How come you didn't follow that rule? Because yeah. this
1: is <laughs> our podcast. <idea. laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm
0: just
4: kidding. Uh, it is a common
0: question.
1: Mm-hmm. I know, I know. I had to ask it because I know the listeners. They need to know. You
0: all want to know. Yeah. You pervs. Um, sick pervs.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna switch it up real quick. Is it true? that there are insanely guarded glaze recipes. Oh, yeah. So can you kind of explain that to mm. the boys?
0: Um, well, yeah, people don't sh- like sharing. I mean, people do, but a lot of people don't like sharing their glaze recipes. Um, sometimes it, mm, I mean, okay. So basically, it's <laughs> it's really just chemistry. So you have all your metals, you have all your... I mean, it's, it's like a huge list of materials if you're going to build glazes from scratch. So people, I mean, like Beatrice Wood, her work was really known for having these beautiful luster glazes, meaning like they're shiny and colorful and like crazy things that you, you know, hadn't really seen on pottery before, you know, it wasn't really made to be like art in that way, kind of before her, um, she really experimented with that stuff. So I have firsthand experience with being not able to see what was going down. Um, I would I threw pieces there um, and had them glazed, and in, in her glazes. Um, like they wouldn't
1: show you that part?
0: We had to leave. <laughs> like it's
1: that guarded.
0: Partially because of that, and partially because um, they would throw mothballs into the kiln at a certain point in the firing process. Yeah. Uh, To kind of change the glaze, um, introduce carbon and other elements into the kiln. So uh, the I mean, I won't go into like (laughs) kiln science right now, but basically it creates fumes that are super dangerous (laughs) to breathe in. So they had they made us leave and go to lunch when they would fire and like do the glazing process. (laughs) And it's like all these really crazy, absolutely nuts glazes. I'm just like, yeah not for you. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I'm
2: obsessed with that right now. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know anything about that, but just like how people will push creative envelopes. Yeah. Trying new things that
0: Oh. are it's, like,
2: it's like pioneering in the, in the creative field. Yeah. Or plain. It's such mm-hmm.
0: a crazy and like, I don't know, it can be like the best thing or the worst thing to open the kiln. Cause you just, yeah. you know, especially if you're using like real fire, like flames in your kiln. Doing reduction firings, meaning like you're capping off the amount of oxygen that can go into the kiln, um, which causes your clay and your glaze to search for, you know, oxygen in the air, which changes your your colors on your glaze. It, there's like so many different things. Hell factors. yeah, get into that
2: kiln science. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like this.
0: There's so many different things that will change the color, the texture, everything on your glaze. So it's like when you're doing stuff like that, it's completely possible that you're going to open up that kiln and it's going to be trash, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just like, but it feels like Christmas morning every time. Cause it's like, maybe I'm going to have one really freaking cool piece in there. And I mean, usually the, there is, it's, it's the best feeling, even just that one out of like 20. It's like, ah, oh,
2: that's
3: my cool. boy, baby.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, something, I guess I, I'm reminded of this. It's not like directly related, but, Um, One of the birthday gifts that I got last year from my girlfriend was a cassette tape of Yeezus by Kanye West, his album Yeezus. And it's cool because it's like, if you've seen the album cover, it's like just the CD with like the red sticker. Very like kind of minimal, minimalistic. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with the cassette tape. It's clear and it has like a sticker on it. But I learned recently that it's a prison tape. So prisoners for the longest time would buy cassette tapes. Now they have, like, a small catalog of things they can buy with, like... What's that called
1: from the, like, concessions or something? Commissary. Commissary.
2: Mm Commissary? Yeah. Um, Commissary.
4: Commissary. Commissary. Commissary? Yeah. Yeah.
2: There we go. They had, like, their own, like, approved things that they can buy. And there's, like, a music section and they buy cassette tapes. But prisoners, some prisoners will take advantage of it, open it up and hide things from, like, drugs shivs inside clear so they invented the prison tape which is clear and there's no screws you can't open it up record labels actually were losing money on that because it's not like they're not making a ton of money they're selling it for cheaper than what they're losing money because they're selling it for cheaper than what it is but it was smart especially for rappers because if they could get their music into prisons it upped their street cred so when they get out what's the streets listening Mm. to you know Mm. so Mm. it's like it was a trade-off for like marketing I don't know. That was something that I learned recently. Like I love that being able to be creative in their marketing and merchandising.
4: Yeah. I love that. I love that too. There's this, but that reminds me of a book that I read in school called garbology, which is basically the, the study of garbage and um, studying how much humans waste and how that affects the world. And what do we do about it? Mm -hmm. Right. And there's this, um, part in the middle of the book where it talked about kind of the rise of American trash consumption where it was like in the 50s and when televisions came out and commercials started coming out and they marketed and strategized like pinning the females or the moms of like suburban America because they're the ones who like you know wanted to buy stuff for the house and stuff and so they started packaging things in plastic and that would give the psychology of brand new to people and therefore we became more wasteful. Like, like it was like a spike, you know, and mm-hmm. in, in with television came a spike in trash mm-hmm. outsourcing essentially. And there was this one guy and I'm so mad at myself that I'm blanking on the name of him, but he had his, his control in the pocket of so many parts of the country during this time because he would like, basically like there was an overflow of bananas down in south america somewhere and he would go to these conventions and tell these doctors you got to basically tell your patients to eat bananas for potassium we got to get rid of these bananas i got to push these bananas and he just had his hand in the pocket of so many things of like marketing and um and basically like he is one of the biggest reasons why there is this explosion of waste with American culture and American society and and it's because of him. And he was just like coming up with these ideas, but I don't know why I made that connection of like being (laughs) to you, like kind of being innovative in a sense, but his mind was very innovative in a sense where he was just kind of like, it it was for a different cause, but he, he had creative ways of going about totally evil dude, but he had creative ways about going about this. Um, I'm not really, I wasn't, I remember not feeling very thrilled about this guy because I was like, dude, oh my gosh, so much trash, you know, like (laughs) (laughs) just for greed. You know, I I remember not being thrilled about it, but did respect like kind of this creative, these, all these creative solutions, you know, to, to the problems that came up, came up in his business, you know, dealing.
1: He obviously was like a super creative person who used his creative power for like Gain, self yeah, gain stuff like that
4: which usually happens in business right i yeah. think like you know if you have the most innovative thing or like elon musk right he's his it's like stocks are connected to news so good news equals good stock so like elon musk really wants good news because his stock will go up and the more money the more stocks go up the more money he has the more creative he can get so on and so forth so it's like there's a
1: relationship there
4: yeah like creativity has to exist in business as well or like that's what like that's what a lot of people view just only innovation but i really like the thought of innovation with a craft like pottery like what is the new glaze look like you know what is the new innovation what's the new firing look like Um, but then with pottery it kind of gets tricky though because it's a it's an ancient thing so how much do you want to cross that that ancient art of like,
1: yeah. when is it not pottery anymore?
4: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I, I'm I'm sorry if anyone out there and it respects this. It's okay. We can like different things, but there's something when I watch like high end cooking, mm-hmm. and it's like it's an experience, and it's like the 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 shell melts and then you inhale <laughs> like gas and then you like punch your left leg and then take a shot <laughs> it's like what are we doing at this point i want to you know i want a pizza you know i don't know yeah yeah but like at some point it doesn't even like uh it doesn't even what's that word
2: look like what you're originally i doing, see what I you're saying like yeah. earlier we were talking about uh fine art and it's like high fashion mm-hmm. none of it's practical no, mm-hmm. no yeah. wearing that to work or to school or yeah it's mm-hmm. but it's like i think that's it can exist in that lane
0: mm. yeah yeah
2: it doesn't I, have to apply everywhere, you know.
0: I yeah. did
1: bring up glazes because I wanted to ask. I can't remember if you told me or someone else, but there are recipes that involve bones.
0: Bones. Oh, like like animal bones? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: I mean.
1: Uh,
0: or any bones, it's, I guess. ethical,
2: you know, then it's. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Basically, you can use ash to glaze pottery. Um, so that includes bone ash
1: <laughs> bone ash is kind of like I mean it it's makes like its appearances in the paranormal a lot so really? it's just very interesting yeah like oh yeah skinwalkers grind the bones of a loved one mm-hmm. and they use it for their spells mm-hmm. and apparently it's like insanely powerful really so and, and then in necromancy and in demonology like involving any dead element to something carries a ton of like um, energy behind it hmm so I, I, whether it's intentional or not, it's, it's just very peculiar to me to hear that there are glazes from bone.
0: Yeah. And I was also told that, um, I don't want to say which culture cause I could be totally wrong and I don't want to like just put it on somebody, but, um, Basically some ancient... Hawaiians. Hawaiians. <laughs> Put it on a... us. <laughs> <laughs> no. You took um,
2: everything let else. Me see. Yeah. Give <laughs> me some, something for a
1: chance.
0: <laughs> it was somewhere in, in Asia, um, like ancient, you know, pottery centers. They were huge, like Korea, China, Japan. Um, but they would throw their enemies into their kilns because the kilns were like... <laughs> like these huge, like massive... Um, cli- they were called... <laughs> climbing kilns that went up the mountain um so volcano well, well <laughs> Fuji? i mean i i've heard that that was kind of like the origin of dragons was uh these the climbing shade. kilns that went around the mountain um and spewed fire out of you know all these places wow but i don't know if that's true i always told that story i but like that story though yeah well, that's it's a good story we're it's not possible. too big on truth here oh, okay well then <laughs> cut that part it's true um, <laughs>
2: Hell yeah, dragons, pots Yeah,
0: but they had these huge kilns that were, they, they fed them with wood um, which they still do it's super cool um, They have they're called anagama kilns where they basically, there's big chambers and they could, you know, each chamber could be as big as like this house and they climb up the mountain so the hot air kind of flows through one goes up into the next, continues and they feed the fire from the front and they feed it from the sides so it's just and they'll it'll fire for days cuz it's like they need to build up heat.
1: Who and, effing thought of that? Like the ingenuity <laughs> of ancient people blows my mind sometimes. Yeah,
0: yeah. So they would throw their enemies into the fire and that you know humans are carbon rich um our bodies okay. dark. <laughs> so uh it affects the glazes you could get some new colors. I guess. Um, wow! With your,
2: a, I want this a little brown and throw it in. <laughs> yeah. it's
0: a win-win situation. Get rid of a enemy, an enemy, and get a cool red glaze. And then you <laughs> get
1: a nice teacup made yeah. from a dead body. <laughs> I don't and
4: know. And you give that's it that's to dark. to little Jimmy. Like yeah. yeah, little Jimmy, drink out of it now. <laughs> <laughs> that's so chewy. crazy.
1: I love that. Any other yeah. thoughts you want to leave like on pottery, on where it's taking you? We we've obviously okay so. Maddie made 10 mugs for us and we're going to sell them. They're all numbered. One through 10, correct?
0: Yes, mm-hmm. correct.
1: So super limited edition. Is this outside of our three?
0: It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: We have 10 more cool. and we're going to sell them. Uh, and we're not charging what they're worth and we're not paying her what they're worth. So like the biggest thank you in the world. Oh, yeah.
0: No problem. Um, it was super fun. I As soon as I like had the idea... Um, obviously I just wanted to kind of like help you guys out or not help you, but, you know, just give you something because what you're doing is super awesome. And it's always fun to kind of like collaborate with people, other creatives who are doing something cool. So I've been testing out this whole decal thing lately with the, you know, wax resist. Um, so it was just really fun actually to, to kind of make these and see how they turned out. I think they turned out pretty cool. Hopefully you guys do too. 100%
1: no my mind was blown I was like what the hell I love the deep gloss glossy black is like my favorite um, visual color Mm. ever Mm. when I used to paint on walls or Mm -hmm. like or draw I would all like glossy black is my favorite part I don't know yeah so when I saw them I was like yes
0: (laughs) they look spooky Mm. true
1: cool thank you so much for like letting us grill you Uh, (laughs) I kind of I kind of highly encouraged this to happen. Like I didn't warn them at all. <laughs> I was yeah. like, Hey, come, come to a recording. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, now we're going to interview. By the way. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I appreciate that. And, mm-hmm. uh, thanks for everything, especially the mugs being here, <laughs> but they also have a couple experiences to share. So take it away.
2: This show is sponsored by better help. We all carry around different stressors, big, and small,
4: So I'm just going to go ahead and say that we cannot confirm officially if we just recently bought a house. So we cannot officially confirm if someone died in this house. But we have a very strong, many strong reasons to believe that he, the the last owner did die in the house. Mad, do you want to share like your first kind of experiences and then we can. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we don't know if he died in the house, but we do know that he built the house and lived there for his entire life until he died. So not super sure, but definitely possible that he did. So I started renting the house probably five years ago. Mm -hmm. And before I moved in, I met up with the people who owned it, who were that guy's niece and nephew who inherited the house from him. A lot of his stuff was still inside. And they were like, we don't really want to move it. You guys, do you mind handling it? <laughs> you can keep what you want and you can get rid of the rest.
1: How much stuff were we talking?
0: <laughs> like a room full of stuff. So there was like TVs, a bed, a couple mattresses, a desk full of stuff. Just like it was quite a bit of stuff. I don't know why they didn't want it. <laughs> There's, Mm. I I don't
4: know why, but anyway, I just think they didn't really. If I may though, that was, that's creepy because we're pretty sure that's the room he stayed in like in his last years. So they just kind of like didn't touch it. And then second of all, the only other thing that I could think of where of stuff being left was, um, this, this guy, his name's Ray. He was known for working on cars. And so the garage was pretty much left. Yeah, in, in Ray's true. stuff, where yeah. it has his old car jacks, it has all of his tools on the walls. the The cabinets are filled with like American hot rod and like pictures of f- females and hot rod outfits and like you know just like this typical nice. kind of like old man garage with his like paint material. Like I feel like I know a lot of Ray literally by going through that garage because yeah. I have a huge hand in the garage. I handle. A lot of like our storage, where things are, like our tools, you know, just because of my line and field that, or my my line of work that I'm in. And so, if I just I just wanted to interject, like yeah. that was creepy as well as like kind of where he spent the most of his time was probably in that garage, and it was just completely left with his footprint. Yeah, you,
1: you could say like a lot of his essence was still there when you started renting.
4: So much still essence. is, so, still is. So
1: there. day one, you're like, okay, this is weird.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I for I had forgotten that they left everything in the garage and everything in the storage in the backyard. Um, I was mainly focused on the house because I felt really creeped out to be living in it. <laughs> so I kind of just took all of that stuff and I put it in the front room, the bedroom There's So there's. Two bedrooms, a little office, one bathroom. So I put it all in one bedroom that I didn't want. (laughs) So I was like, I'll deal with that later. This is a great deal. Um, I'll I'll take it. And I'll deal with his stuff. So in that stuff, there was like, there was a huge box of like VHS tapes. There was mail, pictures, family photos, like all kinds of stuff in a desk. And I was like, "Uh, (laughs) I guess I'm going to throw it away because... I don't want this. But anyway, I left it there for a while, which I shouldn't have done because I was inviting spookiness. Um, (laughs) So fast forward a few weeks, maybe in the bed in my bedroom was facing the door kind of to the side. So you could see the bathroom door, which has a mirror on it on the outside. (laughs) So that bathroom door wouldn't really stay all the way open it would half close. The hinges were just kind of old and messed up. So it was always half closed. You could see, I could see a mirror from my bed while I was laying down at night into the house. So one night I woke up and I was like feeling super scared and I felt like I saw something in the mirror. So I'm like, you know, when you're like, you just wake up and you're like, I can't tell if like, am I still dreaming kind of like, is this like spilling over fear like I'm trying to open my eyes as wide as I can because I'm like I can see something like am I awake so I see a figure of a man in that cracked open door coming out of the bathroom so I could see a shadow of him in the doorway and then also his reflection on the mirror from the angle that I was at and he had a red hat on um So I'm just, like, sitting there blinking, like, trying not to panic.
1: So it's, like, clear enough you could distinguish he's wearing a red hat.
0: Yeah. Because it's, like, not far. Like, it's only about two feet from door to door, from my bedroom door to that door.
2: When you get back, can you take a picture?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like,
2: of the view from, like, what
0: it looks like? How it is, yeah. Okay. I fixed that hinge, though, (laughs) so... Um, but yeah, um, it's not very far away. So
1: what's crossing your mind?
0: Oh, I was just like, I hope I'm dreaming. So, you know, I just kept blinking because I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want this to be what I'm actually seeing, you know? So I'm like, keep blinking until it goes away. And I'm like, it's not going away. So I'm just like, I, I honestly, was like panic mode fully inside. And I'm just like, Shit, like, is somebody in here, you know? So I sat up. And as soon as I sat up, it went away. And I was like, okay, dreaming, you know, like, during oh, that. That was funny. Yeah, <laughs> during that whole, like, no, that didn't happen. Like, you're just tired and you were having a nightmare and it spilled over into your reality. Okay. So, the next day, though, I'm like, I fucking saw that. Can I cuss on this story? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like, enough rationalizing. I saw that. So, I was like, I'm going to get all of his stuff out of this house. And I went into the desk area because, I I mean, I started moving stuff out. I pulled all the stuff out of the desk so I could move it. And I was like, I'm going to look through these pictures. Wasn't I with you? You might have been. I don't know. Sorry, wasn't I with you?
4: (laughs) I don't know. Maybe you were. I think I was for this part because... I think you were pretty concerned of like getting it out though too, or where I was or something. Yeah, I I probably called you and was like, "Help me move this furniture now!" Um, Oh yeah, because I took down the TV from the corner, and yeah, (laughs) yeah. I was like, eee, he watched this TV like it it was like in a hospital. You know how like they have TVs like really high up, like abnormally (sighs) high up, and on a stand. That's how this room was set up. Was kind of like a hospital type like feel." Yeah, and uh, and I, <laughs> I grabbed a drill and I was like, mm. after taking the TV down, I was like, I'm taking off this ugly. Sh- I I'm I'm getting rid of this room, like yeah. I can't, you know, with it.
3: Smart, smart. It
0: was weird. Um. Okay. So I took all the stuff out of the desk. I'm like, I'm gonna look through these pictures because I'm gonna see if I see a guy, you know, that oh. looks like that guy because it was kind of a distinctive hat. I mean. It was, I could definitely, I mean, I felt like I could definitely tell that it was red. So I'm like looking through these pictures and sure enough, old man, I I don't know for sure if it was him, but based on like him being in multiple pictures, you know, there was a picture of him with a red hat on, only one in the stack, but it was there. And then ever since then, I never really saw like a figure again of a man ever since I took everything out. But we do have weird little happenings that go on primarily in the bathroom of our house mm-hmm. where I saw him the first time.
4: And I've seen one, one time a man, um, walking actually like, so imagine like if you're in the bed and it's the same view that like Madison described where like Caddy corner is the door. And then the bathroom door, like if you're looking out the bedroom door, you're looking at the bathroom door. So my perspective was actually directly across the house, looking towards the bedroom, just diagonal. And what I saw was a man cross from what is now our, our animal room, hmm. I would say, like where our, where we keep our animal stuff, directly across to the bathroom. And it was just a passing through and I was like, okay, this is my reality. <laughs> yeah. Like... I, I already knew of Madison's story and I was just like, I guess I saw mine, you know?
2: We gave your stuff back.
4: <laughs> yeah. What more do you want? But but go on about like the other experiences that we, we go through. Cause it, it's it's actually kind of abnormal, I think, yeah. how well we handle it and like joke about First it. First of all,
1: they told me the today and they're just so casual and I'm like Excuse me, huh? Like what?
0: (laughs) Well, we can't just sell the house. We have to figure out how to deal with this situation, I guess. So um, after, I mean, the first few things were just, I was like literally standing in the bathroom and I had like a bottle of Febreze on the back of the toilet where it sits. And it was in the middle. There was no reason for it to do anything at all. And I watched it fall off. (laughs) From the middle of the back of the toilet, like the flat surface, <laughs> I watched it just go mm, and fall to the ground. So that was like the first one where I was like, uh, okay, <laughs> I was just standing there like, okay, well, I guess we're haunted then. I guess we're doing
4: this.
2: It's um, funny. It's like not threatening. It's just like annoying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> damn, your I'm pick it up now. Damn you,
0: dude.
4: <laughs> yeah, speaking of annoying, it gets worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: keep going. Oh, damn.
4: What was the other bathroom <laughs> yeah. one? my bathroom one well no i
0: feel like i had another one where something moved but i forgot
4: i don't oh, know i'm sure you'll it. come back to it but like time and time again can i if i may yeah. like this feeling i don't know if like madison and i have lived with each other for like what three years almost. Yeah, almost so it's like we can sense like when the other one is near and i just went through like the craziest deja vu right now so i apologize for like tripping out
0: Something's happening. we've been here before
1: you're sleeping Wake up. i'm not
4: kidding the deja vu continues which mm-hmm. is like extended deja vu is very weird to live through like where it's extended for like a long period of time I, I trip out every time but all right let me backtrack so madison and i can sense like usually where the other one is like in the house and there have been multiple multiple times where we run up to the other person and we're like, were you just behind me? And either Madison or I will be like, no, babe, I'm sorry. Was it Ray? And they'll be like, like either one of us will be like, God damn it, like, yeah, <laughs> it was, you know? Like, or we'll dang, be like, because let me just describe one of these situations feels like. You can be like washing the dishes, which is, there's a window right there. So you can usually see the reflection you can be like simply just washing dishes and then just kind of feel like, I feel as if Madison's like behind me and I feel comforted. And there's even been times where I'm like. (laughs) Hey, sweetie. Yeah, like turn around and like, (laughs) you know, and have like a little movie moment. And then I feel like the biggest idiot because no one is standing behind me. And I'm like, uh, uh (laughs) uh-oh. Like, you know, just the feeling of being like, Okay, if someone saw that, how tragic!
2: I mean, Ray saw that.
4: (laughs) But that's (laughs) the thing that loser that pisses me off. That pisses me off though, because it's like you fucking asshole. Like I felt so comfortable, you know. But um, anyway, so there's countless times that both of us go go through moments like that, and then like the physical, the physical started. We think he's a
0: little pervy. Um, based on the fact that, okay, so like Heather was just saying there's a presence feeling, and then there's also an actual like touch feeling, and every time that either of us has experienced it, it's been like lower back or like full on like butt grab or like touch, not necessarily like a squeeze but like a like a cup like a gentle <laughs> cupping yeah mm. exactly mm. or like a graze like a graze like that thing that guys do where they put their hand on small the small of your worst. back <laughs> you know what I mean like when Sean yeah, you know what I'm Jimmy. talking about <laughs> MJ knows where it's like oh thanks like people you don't know that well when you're like please don't do that like that exact feeling and then we'll be like oh, you know I'll expect Heather to be there And then it will just be no one. So I guess the most recent one was really like I felt it so intensely and it wasn't a butt grab. It was I was kneeling down and I was doing like picking something up off the kitchen floor and we have cats at our house, one who completely follows me around all the time. So I'm used to him like brushing up against me. And I felt it full on like, and I got upset. I was like, get away. And there was nothing there. <laughs> and he was like across the house. And I was just, like, okay. Like a, a brush? Like, like a somebody like, like, yeah, like a cat had brushed up against me. Fully. I, I don't know how to explain it other than like, I just felt just like that. Not like a gentle whisper of a cat. It was like full on like <laughs> ran into me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, stop following me. And just nothing there. So that's, sorry did you see a ghost
1: nope was it right I don't know <laughs> uh, didn't, who saw the crawling whoa, whoa
4: oh oh yeah that was the oh, well. one
1: who saw yeah that was the one tell it tell
4: oh yeah um,
0: this was just a few days ago and I didn't want to scare Heather so I didn't tell her until today <laughs> but um, I was just like had kind of my shoulder to that same area bathroom door hallway area and I saw our dog, what I thought was our dog, Kuma, run from the bathroom into the other room. And then when I like walked past, he was laying by the front door.
4: But I saw. Can I interject really? Quickly? Yeah. So like imagine back in the bed, looking at the bathroom, right? That perspective and then the animal room. So what she's describing right now is like, she's over here, sees it in front of her and then keeps walking and then sees the dog so it's not like yeah like it was behind me and then found out that the dog was completely in a different place
0: Mm
1: -hmm. so ray is crawling around the house
0: it appears that's a big no (laughs) (laughs) yeah walk dude
2: (laughs) if you're here you better stand on your two feet we walk in this house (laughs) that's
4: what I should tell him we do
0: yell at him
2: I was gonna say do you you interact with him like how
0: we just say like god damn it Ray like (laughs) (laughs) what did you just have uh, an accent Ray I'm I'm from like I don't even know where Kentucky Kentucky (laughs) (laughs) Dag
4: nabbing, Ray. Ray. But yeah, yeah we, this house. We do address, I, I would say we would be like, like I've blown my top out, Ray. Been like, you son of a, you know, and just like, oh, you know, frustration. We ask um, him to, to leave
0: the bathroom at least. Like,
4: I'm like, dude, Ray,
0: I gotta take a shower. I don't now. want you in here. Not now. Can you please leave? Yeah. Does um, he seem
4: to respond to that?
0: I mean, he hasn't bothered me after I've told him to leave me alone.
4: Yeah, it kind of seems like he, like, I think it's so bizarre because you would think, like, or at least I would think I would be so terrified to be in a situation like this. But it is so normal in my day-to-day <laughs> life that, like, I guess it's just really fun to joke about it with Madison and then it kind of, like, just kind of exists, you know? And so, I if I may, I don't, I'm not... Fond of sharing this, like, but I have to tell Sean and DJ what I told you guys today. <laughs> yes. That oh my
1: gosh. Ray yes, is do.
4: such a pervert. Like, my biggest beef <laughs> with Ray is that he is a perv little man, a perv ball and a half. He, he, like, straight up, it's it's gone from like lower back touch to like a little pinch on the butt to like a little cup of the butt to full on, like, I felt a boner like like a pro- can i say that even <laughs> like, like a probe Dude. on my butt cheek and i was like absolutely not that is where i crossed the line djs like,
1: and Sean are concerned
4: <laughs> Dude, i'm not joking like my i feel like i'm getting red because i it's like i'm a victim now <laughs> and like now i have to not only have like the stories I have of like what I have to deal with in my regular life and now like this supernatural life like I have an issue with you you know I need to like hash this out so anyway he's crossed the line with me and I think he knows it
2: that's when you're like I have a girlfriend
4: right yeah
2: (laughs) no I feel you I was about to say
4: do you
1: Do Do you? you
4: you know what you can cut that but it might just be worth to have like for no, no. their reaction. Alone, no, it's, but... good.
1: it's up to you. If you want it cut for your personal, that's oh, fine. My
4: gosh.
1: Um, I was about to say like, I can understand with you guys just like living with it because up until now, it's like, you know, no one's been possessed. No one, nothing's lit on fire. No. Like it's all okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> just kidding.
1: But you know what okay. I mean? Like it's all, it's like, yes, he's a perv, but like, No one's vomiting and crawling up walls. You know what I'm saying?
4: Yeah. (laughs) But like, come on. You know what is worse? Like a
0: boner poke, sexual harassment.
4: Seriously, though, like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just (laughs) it's crossed such a line with me. Now I have an issue, you know. But Charles, I I, 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 I
2: totally. I wish a woman ghost would touch
4: me like (laughs) that. (laughs) Sicko. We have a theory, though, that there's
0: something else, like, hidden maybe somewhere in the house because uh, he lived there his whole life. Their family was wealthy, Central Valley wealthy. <laughs> so, uh, So, yeah. five cows, not one. <laughs> yes, exactly.
4: Yeah. Okay,
2: wait. Target,
1: not Let's Walmart. Let's say
4: That's right.
1: you find a hidden compartment in the back of your closet.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Falls out. You find a duffel bag mm-hmm. inside the duffel bag. hmm 30 racks 30 grand yeah mm-hmm. what do you do
4: keep it deposit i mean not even okay, deposit for the rest of your life absolutely not we earned ha- it first of all up. i look at it as like i've been wo- <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> hold on that. cut that really <laughs> yeah. i meant i meant like going through the torture of ray how many pokes? i don't mind <laughs> right
1: 30 grand the like, center of my
4: gosh yeah cut that hold on but <laughs> no i'm just kidding absolutely keep it i I'm a little suspicious of the dude who sold us the house because he spent so, such a long time in that attic. And I was like, mm.
2: what's in there? Mm. Nothing now.
4: Maybe he got it. I don't know. Oh,
2: mm. Or Maybe he, <laughs> he was it. Fixing so air
4: But why would he hide it and then sell us the house? You know, I think he was searching for something. Yeah. He mm. knows what's
2: up. Wait, wait. You've been in there? The attic?
4: I haven't been I there have physically. I have put this much of the, my body into the attic.
2: What? was there anything in there all empty
4: no, no it's like there i guess there is little stuff what? like there's the race no there's I like you know, know the that. air duct that yeah. comes it comes it's vert it's a vertical air duct and there's different compartments because the house is trash <laughs> so but sorry. Like nothing
2: like belonging
4: there's like a little music box up there oh. but
0: no i'm just kidding <laughs>
4: That, no, there okay. it doesn't appear like to book be with any belongings Latin on the front. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a just normal attic stuff. Just contract like just uh, yeah, kind of normal attic stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like he would continue to bother you guys if he didn't find it. Yeah. So I feel like he probably found. There's, that's
4: mm, how I feel too.
1: I think there's something up there. In the attic. Hmm.
0: There's
4: also a crawl space that's super creepy. No. Um, I went down into the crawl space for my love. She was very brave.
0: <laughs> I was yeah. not going
4: down there. It was just like Black Widow City. I oh. cannot tell. I cannot tell you what I went through. Like
1: you deserve thirty more thousand dollars. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and I was popping my head down, taking can pictures I, while she was crawling through. Can it. I describe to you like the pockets? Oh. the pockets of uh, of black widows uh, the pockets of the of the nests and the and the eggs like or not eggs, but like the nests like i I'm talking like everywhere into the point where like it started dropping down into the dirt <laughs> and I, I I just had one mission and I did my mission and I went home and then like, I think I threw the clothes somewhere. Yeah. And just, like, I cannot describe to you the feeling, like, like, from the top of my head to, like, the back of, uh, the whole back of my body. I was, cr- I was crawling and, like, dodging things that were dropping and, like, looking up and being like, don't look up, dude, don't look up. And it was everywhere. Sorry. What was
2: the point of going in the crawl space? Like, torture so- from Maddie, apparently?
4: <laughs> <Aww>. Ray. Photo <laughs> opportunity. Ray and... Ray was so proud of this house that he built and his nephew who sold us the house was so proud of Ray's work. That house is a true trap house. And when I say <clears> trap house, <throat> like you will get caught in a trap <laughs> in any second. <laughs> <Booby
3: traps. laughs> there are booby so traps. The, the,
4: pi- the pipes yeah. under. The- so the yeah. reason why I had to go down there was because he like had this very makeshift piping system. And, I guess it was pretty common in old, like within older houses, to put like a copper line from your sprinkler to your kitchen, to your fridge to, for your refrigerator. <laughs> so that's where our fridge water comes from. Apparently, it was common. Sprinkler. I'm not convinced that you should be using sprinkler water <laughs> to provide the ice that you put into your cup but whatever like without a filter in this old fridge right so anyway I had to figure out where the water line was coming from um in the kitchen because we were moving a new refrigerator in taking the old one out and I was like I gotta know you know where this is connected to in order to turn certain water lines off and so on and so forth so I had I had to know what was going on down there and took my photos turned around and like booked it out of there but so there's not i don't think there's anything down the crawl space besides like a new species of black widow <laughs> yeah
1: a mega widow
4: a mega widow oh. in the well, corner
1: you guys know what you have to do
4: search go the burn attic. the house oh okay <laughs> yeah
1: no you, yeah i mean that's option one mm-hmm. we'll table that option two you guys got to check the attic man
0: what about the closet? return report? Yeah, I want to know. Man, oh god! Oh,
1: I mean, like, <laughs> I'm just
4: kidding.
2: check the attic.
0: Call person,
4: <laughs> button
2: <laughs> man's there.
1: Button
4: ah. man, don't you dare! Don't you dare! <laughs>
1: no, but I'm intrigued. I want to know what's going on. Maybe there is like something. Maybe you dropped a baseball card like behind a.
0: I would be so pissed if he was haunting us for a baseball <laughs> card. I'd be like, some petty Dude, shit. Oh my god! It's like a
1: bl- holographic blaster. Go to the hobby so. shop. Uh but no. Thank you guys for coming on. I'm gonna wrap it up just a bit because it is super late.
4: Yes.
1: (laughs) Um any last thing you guys want to share or say?
4: Uh thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you guys. This is awesome.
1: Uh I enjoyed it. I've all we always like talking to people who are passionate about what they do. Um, it's like that's how you learn from people, I think. Uh, so we really appreciate you guys taking the time, sharing a stuff about what you love and a couple of ghost stories
0: anytime
2: thank you also for your support you guys have been like the mugs your whole family like <laughs> yeah. i actually did want to shout
1: out like my entire family is insanely supportive of me doing this podcast yeah like and of anyone just like pursuing their dream like you've experienced it you've experienced it like
4: i'm not oh just kidding, kidding. truth <laughs> comes out just yeah kidding. you're like
1: actually um uh, No, but it's like, it is, it's every single one of my siblings, all 19 of my parents. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) All are super, yeah, well, that was a really loud laugh. Uh, I just wasn't expecting Insanely (laughs) supportive. And I just want to like shout them out. Like the second we printed shirts, every one of them were like, yes, 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 yes.
2: Give me eight. Yeah. There's only five of you.
1: (laughs) I don't (laughs) give a shit. I said what I said. (laughs) So anyway, shout out Hatches. Y'all are dope. Listeners out there, thanks for listening. um We appreciate everything. And with that, bye. Love you. Be safe.
4: See ya. See you when I see ya. <laughs> what?
2: Button lady.
4: <laughs> <laughs> my button lady. Sign off.
0: Sign off. Oh. Uh, e- goodbye. Wait, nope that's MFM.
1: <laughs> Girl, stay sexy <laughs> and don't care hi Just like that. Uh, Bye. (laughs) You're like upset all of a sudden?
2: Question everything. Trust your gut. Watch your back. Bye.
1: submit them to our website, the3ampodcast.com. We love any audio or visual aids that can help bring your stories to life. So file uploads are welcome with your written submissions. We're anxious and excited to hear from you. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition.